Hello, Jamie Montez, scientist. Dr. J. Martini Third, you mean? <laughs> Hello, Dr. J. Martini Third. How are you doing today? I'm doing uh, tip-top. <laughs> Looks like you've traveled to a different place. Where are we? My, um, well, I am in my natural habitat, and I will not say the name. So whoever recognizes this and knows, you know. If you know, you know. <laughs> I'm just going to tell people where I am. Okay. Because it's a flex. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm in Mordor. Hell yeah. <laughs> Lord of the Rings fanatic here. So anyway. Hi, I'm Jamie Montez, and I'm a scientist. And I'm Rebecca Knox, and I'm an actress and filmmaker. And we are Slice Me Nice. happy to get out of LA soon and see you in person for the first time yes it's gonna be um we have a little over a week and then we can reopen our lives to the natural state of insanity and just live our lives um so we pretty much went into hibernation for six months and tried to we rewire <laughs> rewire our brains and that did not help at all for me at all it just <laughs> put me on a definite um new level of unhinged yeah you cut your hair and everything i cut my hair i um did a lot of other things little this, a little that. <laughs> what about you, yeah, bud? We, oh, well, you know, uh, same. Yeah, we just tried to reset. Um, we both went on some journeys, and I think we should definitely talk about them. I'd love to Which hear about your, your, your trip to New York. I'll tell you about my trip to Manchester. Yeah. Do you want to yeah, start? Yeah, and that's, um, well, let's do our facts real quick, and I want you to go first. Okay. Facts of the day. Uh, my fact is uh, that microplastics have officially been found in the human blood stream. Yeah, Makes sense. there are plastics. Yeah, we're we're officially made up of plastic. I mean, somewhat. So that's dire news. It's, it's terrible. Breaking news. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, my fact is one that I made up of myself. So I didn't find it on the internet. I found it within my brain. And okay. it, <laughs> it is the word, the term, it's a term. And um, I pretty much kind of, uh, this is what it is, bamboozler. It is an actual way of life. People out there in the world, believe it or not, this is a fact, are born to be bamboozlers and they will bamboozle the fuck out of you. Um, do they have a shape? No. Do they have uh, traits? Special abilities? No. no. The only ability they have is to bamboozle the fuck out of you. And that is my fact. <laughs> totally. 
So to all you bamboozlers, and the and the really crazy thing is too, it's like I don't even know if they know that they're bamboozlers. I haven't gotten that deep into this. This is an <laughs> investigation that is still going. We're so, gonna do some field work on this. <laughs> absolutely. So um, stay tuned. Yeah, but that's my fact. Um, bamboozling is real. Bamboozle bamboozlers are out there, and there's no way to fucking get rid of them. <laughs> yeah, it's just like we just have to like. <laughs> yeah, and I did get. I just recently purchased uh, some gear, some some spy gear, gear but yeah, I can't tell gonna... you anyone what it actually is, or I would give everything away. <laughs> But this is just to add on to actually like really being on my tip top shape on um, actually like, <laughs> I think we got one. Honestly, that's a little concerning. When you say you have spy gear, people are gonna be like, what, does she have like special listening devices that she, she's gonna be I want spy? everyone to be on a fucking edge, okay? I want everyone, to, because they keep me on edge. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I want everyone to be on edge and correct, it's like, during the six months of hibernation, a lot of things have been happening and have been um, brought to my brain. And the only answer is become a spy, become uh, a PI, if you would say, in layman's terms. Is that even layman's terms? No, no. but. <laughs> you definitely got spy hair. Do, yeah, I have like a Parisian spy cut, which Cute. I really love so much. I think that it's, um, I think it's me. It's cute. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, let's just, okay, so talk to me about um, your trip recently on, uh, and what happened and. Yeah, some supernatural shit happened to me in Manchester. So it actually seg segues really perfectly from the last episode. Whoever listened, we talked about warlocks. Well, guess what? I met a warlock. I literally, I just listened to the last episode and I'm like, I don't know if I've ever met one, you know? And then we described them like super human strength, like, you know, can blend into any environment, all of these things. And I was like, oh my God. So yeah, let me tell you about how I met. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> let me tell you how I met a warlock. Um, <clears throat> so I had really special nair. Why can't I speak today? Nails? Me neither. Me neither. Me neither. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um. <laughs> you know why? Because we like speaking code all the time. And sometimes we don't even need to use words. And yeah, we no. just kind of like know. So when we have to actually speak, it's really hard. So everyone out there, when we don't know how, the, we don't know how to use words. That's why. Clarification. Proceed, mm -hmm. my friend. Yes. So, um. I went to Manchester to the film festival because a film that I made got in. It was awesome. So the team and I went and, okay, so I got these nails painted for the trip and they were Hilma off Klint, which is a Swedish painter. I'm sure some people, if you're artsy fartsy, know about who she is, but a lot of people don't, but she was like a witch from the early 1900s and she thought she was painting portals into different dimensions and she was a witch. So she like had her own craft, her own community of uh, people that pr pr practiced witchcraft and her art is very indicative of that. Um, definitely spells in the paintings. Don't know what they are. Don't know what I was conjuring, but I was, I wanted them on my, on my hands. So I got them done. They looked sick. 
um, get mm-hmm. to Manchester. Oh, by the way, I also told all my friends, I was like, if anyone that I meet in Manchester knows who this artist is, they're twice as likely to get a smooch from me. Uh, yes, I will vouch for that because you sent me a picture and you were like, check these nails out. This is a trap, not a trap, a test. If anyone dares talks to me and they know what's up, I'm talking to them. Okay, yeah, if proceed. they know my nails, if they know the artist. They're meant to be. Then I'm, I'm, I'm officially conjuring. I'm, that's, that was my plan. So we get to Manchester and, you know, we're there every day. I meet a lot of filmmakers. No one, you know, sticks out to me. I mean, I'm making a lot of friends here and there, but no, no one said anything about the nails. And I was like, that's fine. You know, they're sick. People like them. But anyway, it was the second last day, of course. And uh, I saw this like random block of shorts. And at the end of it, all the directors came up on stage and um, this guy and I, one of the directors were, we lock eyes. And I was like, he's staring at me like I'm food. I, that's kind of hot. Hell yeah. Yeah, <laughs> from the stage, just like really <laughs> staring into my soul. And I was like wearing a hoodie, um, not really trying to, get any attention at all and we all know that I can when I want to so I was just like all in black hood and I was like that's nice I like that attention but either way at the end of the screening and the Q&A I leave and I get up to go to the bathroom and the bathroom is like a mile away in the mall like far walk away so I'm going finally I'm on my way back and as I'm walking back I notice a, a person standing next to my friends Um, and it's the guy and he's standing there and he's smiling at me. And I was like, Hmm. So I, you know, say hi to them. And then he's already introduced himself to my friends and he's like, hi. I'm like, hi. He's like, you hungry? And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, actually. (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) But anyway, we ended up not having dinner. I went with my friends instead, but, uh, we saw each other at the after party and I was like, you know what? He's hot. It's nice to be flirted with. This is cool. So we're just we're just talking at the after party. You know, we're, we have the same taste in movies. We're talking about Bram Stoker's Dracula, one of my favorite films ever. Right, Jamie? Mm-hmm. 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 And, <clears throat> and then finally, two hours into our conversation, he glances at my nails and he's like, I thought Hilma didn't want her artwork to be seen for 100 years after her death. And I froze. My Died. jaw dropped died 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 on the fucking scene i did i literally you should see my face i my jaw dropped and i looked at him and i couldn't help but just fully smile and i was like no actually it was 20 years after her death that she didn't want her art to be seen and he was like did you see that at the guggenheim museum and i was like yes i did actually i saw that at the guggenheim he was like "Mm -hmm, makes sense and he's like, you should see this book I have in my bag. I'm like, tell me more. <laughs> he goes and gets his book from his backpack. You know, he's a nerdy guy. He's like very unassuming. And um, the book he pulls out is a witchcraft book. Grimoire, would you say grimoire? <laughs> yeah, grimoire. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, I couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe it. I, this is exactly what I set out to find. Do. And there he was. Yeah. And you know what? He was all the the descriptions of like what a a warlock looks like, you know, like 
superhuman strength. Okay. Under that little t-shirt strong. Okay. Muscles everywhere. <laughs> also bang in body, bang in body, <laughs> bang in body, baby. Let's not forget about that. Fit, fit. The most fit mm. I've ever seen in my mm. life. Second of all, he's wearing like a cap and like a simple t-shirt, like jacket, nothing flashy about him. Yeah. And it's like, he literally turned into a fully different person. The second he walked out of that room into another room, it's like he knew how to blend in and he had all these secrets flying underneath. Yeah. Um, so that is, that is in a nutshell. I mean, there are details that I don't think are appropriate for the internet that I could share. I won't share them. But let me tell you, he did some witchcraft on me. And I'm also not even worried that he's going to listen to this because he doesn't have a cell phone. (laughs) He doesn't um, use electronics. Like we said in the last fucking episode, they (laughs) have some weird shit with like electro, I was going to say electricity, but yeah, electronics. And they're just not, they're not there because they don't need to be. Exactly. So I'm not scared that he's going to find this video. And also, if he does, well. <laughs> but yeah, no, no social media, no, no phone. So it's literally everything we talked about. And everything. when our guest asked if I'd ever met a warlock then, I was like, no, I don't think so. Well, guess what? I have officially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's insane. That's the story. Um Yeah. Yeah. So Jamie, why don't you share your adventure? (laughs) Okay, everyone. So um, where to begin in this in this journey? So one of my best friends, one of my oldest friends um, calls me and she's like, hey, I'm going to be in New York um in two weeks for a uh bridal party thing and I'm like word she's like come I haven't seen her for like three years and I'm like this is and it's gonna be my birthday weekend she's like what are you fucking gonna do and I'm like you're right nothing I'm not gonna do anything I'm gonna go to New York and see you so my work schedule anytime I travel I travel on a Friday just so happened that that Friday was the day of the fool April 1st okay the day of the fool himself and he did not go easy on me that day uh and he hasn't since and i feel like he's been doing this every year okay and it's been non-stop pranks just punking my ass so i go to i you know i i, I land and she's like the next couple of days are going to be pretty hectic um i have all this shit planned i'm like don't worry about it like i'm literally unwinding from work uh, do your thing. I will do my thing. And uh, we don't have to stress. So I call up one of our friends and I'm like, hey, you want to hang out tonight? And uh, he was like, yeah, I got an April Fool's party. And I'm like, count me in. Count me the fucking. So um, God, this is just bringing me some PTSD. So <laughs> I go and instead of calling a car like a normal person, like I like to do, I went 
in a I took the subway, but I forgot subway? I forgot to add a, I forgot to add something here. So one of her friends that she grew up with lives in Brooklyn and she kind of got tied into it. Like we had dinner before and um she was gonna be left alone and I felt bad and I was like, yo, just come with me to this party. I didn't know where I met her. I've only known her for an hour. So I told her friend, I'm like, hey, I, I have someone with me. I don't know her. And I'm kind of just like, I don't know what she'll probably bounce out, but and he's like, no, no worries, bring her. Um, and so that's one of the reasons why I didn't call a car and took the subway because she didn't want to fucking take a car. And so she's like, no, I, we can take the subway. It's going to be quick. And I'm like, been down this road and it was not quick. Let's just do it. Let's do it. So that's where the story begins essentially in the subway. So I get down to the subway and, um, took the wrong train. Um, and took i uh, was going in circles is that a thing that happens you just kind of happens just, to you yeah and it was a you. flashback it was like my life was flashing because the last time i went there um not the last last time but whatever i was on the subway trying to meet you and i was on a train for what seemed like an eternity because i could not get it together and i was on the same train and it was going around anyways an hour and a half later we get to our friends <clears throat> and have a couple cocktails, go to this party. And I don't, I want everyone to know that um, I don't, if, th if this is your lifestyle, I'm just putting it out there. Like I highly, highly have my, my, hmm, what is the word I'm looking for? My stand, is this called standards? My standards with music and lifestyle are really a high priority for me and there are this lifestyles that i just don't get into and if especially like if you're into like shitty fucking music you're canceled immediately in my books and i know that sounds harsh but you know what sometimes people need to hear that and if you think i'm an asshole after this i don't care but i went to this party and it was in brooklyn and brooklyn brings bad memories to me and I should have known right there that the party should have stopped. <laughs> he said Brooklyn. So we go to the party in Brooklyn and um, walk up and the door was opened. And I see shoes everywhere. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm not taking my shoes off. But I had to take my shoes off. And I went to a spiral and I was like. Parties where you have to take your shoes off. You know, I understand because I make people take shoes off at my house because my neighbors, but like in New York, it's loud. Don't uh, just fucking swiffer it up after. See what's happening. I'm trying to jump out of my skin right now. So anyway, I, I, so I go, dude, do I take my shoes off? And he's like, he looks at me like I just committed a sin. And he goes, yeah. And I'm like, okay, okay, I'm taking the shoes off. Had this chick with me. Um, she's out of her mind. Uh, we are not vibing. We don't vibe. And I was just trying to do, like, I was just trying to be cool and just being like, you know, even though we're not vibing, like, whatever. So, Marty on edge, take my shoes off. I have a really cool, like, badass Metallica shirt on. I had, I just bought a new ski jacket. I've already told you this story, and I have a, a everything going for me, and. I look around and it was a hippie party. It takes some silence there. 
So um, it's a hippie party. Fine. All right. Cool. And this has nothing to do with my friend. I love you very much. But it's just like not my vibe. And um, everyone there was cool. Uh, there was a lot of crystals. <clears throat> there was a, a point in time where I was tuning into the music that was playing. And it was just so outrageous that it sent me into a state of death. Uh, to say the least. And subconsciously, I think I was committing suicide. And I had a couple options of drinks. I had White Claw and I had vodka and there was no ice. There was no mixer. So I was just drinking vodka straight um, and just drinking it. Um, and then <laughs> there was a lot of trinkets around me <laughs> and just a lot of crystals. And this is a loft. And so things were built on top of whatever fucked shit that they were building. And there was a bed that was a Victorian bed. And it scarred in my brain because at one point in time during my death, I was uh, sitting there and everyone else is having a grand time. Okay. They're fucking jamming out. Everyone was wearing berets. At one point in time, they asked me to wear a beret <laughs> with a polar bear on it. And I, couldn't believe my life. You know, I was, I thought that I die on, did I die somewhere? Did I die on the plane? Is one of the thoughts that came to me. And cause there's no way that I ended up here. And I was like, no, I'm not gonna fucking wear a beret with a polar bear on it. Everyone had hats. There was this one hat that was kind of cool. It was like a felt hat that looked like a wizard hat and it had a planet hanging off of it. But like, other than that, like, it was, it was, out, so outrageous. So anyways, the music was happening and our friend is into really good music. So I kept on asking him like, put music on. He's like, dude, it's not my party. I can't. Um, but I didn't know anyone. And the one fucking chick I was with, her name was um, Jamie as well. And her nickname became OJ like other Jamie but the fact that he named her OJ was like amazing to me and like that kind of like set me onto a different level of insanity but anyways I'm sitting there and at this point in time I saw the ghost of April Fool's himself and I shit you not and I'm going to give everyone a, a, a description of him in case you guys see him you need to run because he is a bamboozler and so he is tall he has really skinny legs he has shoes that might have bells on them on the tips um he kind of is wearing like a sheet he has googly eyes and he has a cheese hat on a foam cheese hat that you would see at like a like a baseball game or some kind of like basketball game that that's the fucking ghost of april fools and then just so happened the ghost of christmas past came and they were both standing next to me and I didn't know what way to go because I had a lot of memories come back to me about being in Brooklyn and then what's happening now and everything collided. And at one point in time, I was like, Jamie, you will not die here listening to music that is so fucked. Worst nightmare. And my dog just choked on something. I don't know if anyone heard that. but. <laughs> He's really testing me today, but um, I, in my mind, I was, I was dead. I, I died. And then I started searching the web on flowers for my funeral. And 
Um, if I did die, I could not bear to be a ghost in this apartment and I would set the whole building on fire and I would haunt everyone <clears throat> until they were dead in my afterlife. And if you're not aware, if you're not aware, if anyone's not aware of who they're listening to, she's an Aries. I am an Aries. I set it everything just, on fucking fire. It just makes sense. You've just escaped the asylum. Uh-huh. So <laughs> I finally was able to, my heart rate was down. Everything, guys, was fucked up. And so I finally got a car, got out of there. I was in the car and I, I was coming in and out, like, you know, and went to the hotel. It's good to the hotel. Okay, guys. And I didn't have a key. And my friend isn't picking her phone up. And I thought it was on the 10th floor. For some reason, 10 was in my head. So I walk up to the receptionist and um, I don't even know if I'm speaking English at this point in time. And the receptionist is like, hi, it's 5.30 AM, by the way. She's like, hi, good morning. And I go, good evening, <laughs> sir. I would like to go to my room. <laughs> this is a nightmare. Uh-huh. And um, she's like, do you have the name of the person? I'm like, yes, her name is Julia Bryson. And she's like, what floor? I was like, it's on the 10th floor. She's in bed right now. And they're like, well, we're going to call her room. She didn't pick up the room. And I'm like, listen, I need to get in there now. And she's like, okay, here's a fucking key. Just get out of here. And by the way, it's on the 37th floor. It's not on the 10th floor. And I'm like, check. How so did you miss that, Jamie? No, 37th floor? <laughs> did you look out the window? Did you, did you look out the window? I'm telling you, I don't know why I said 10, because that's when she knew I was in trouble. That's why she gave me the key. She was like, just get the fuck out of here. So, so I take it all the way up to the 37th floor and I get out of the elevator and I was like this, the doors opened and I was like, and I look and I'm like, what way is it? And like, go in there and I, and I want everyone to imagine like, you know, when you watch a Western and the guy comes to the, the bar with those doors that flap and they're like, hey, with their guns. Like that was, I opened the door, all the lights were on and she's hanging off the bed and cause she got fucked up too. And uh, I walk in and I look at her, I'm like, Julia, I went down the fucking tubes tonight. And I just walked into the bathroom and I grabbed my head and I was just like, who are you? Are you? who I, who was this person in the mirror? Couldn't figure it out. And then I walked out and I put a shirt on. I took all my clothes off, I took a shirt on and I laid in bed and she literally put her hand on my, my neck. And she's like, I think you're dead right now. So then she was like, actually like really scared. And she was like, Jamie, like, seriously, like, this is not okay. Like what the fuck? And I was telling her what happened. And while I'm telling her this, my words are so clear and coherent given my mental state and my uh, uh, what's probably in my body and she mixes up a little cocktail for me to drink and she like a I'm, vitamin cocktail yes like a vitamin cocktail and <laughs> I'm laying there and I'm telling her all this stuff and she's just like silent and then I go and then there was a dog and they got mad at me because I almost stepped on him and his name was Littlefoot. And when she said, 
And when I said that, she falls off the bed pretty much and starts fucking laughing her ass off. And she's like, dude, I know how hard this is right now. I had tears coming out of my eyes. She was, I know what I know what the fuck's going on right now. But the the stories that you're telling me and the things that you're experiencing and everything is so fucking insanely hilarious that I can't I can't even like understand how to not laugh. And I was like, you're right, but it was very real, everyone. And like, it was outrageous. And it was, I don't, I can't, I'm still processing what happened to me. Um, and, and everything happens bad in Brooklyn, okay? Everything happens bad. I might as well just- Everything happens bad in Brooklyn is the name of a song that we're gonna be releasing. Everything bad in Brooklyn <laughs> happens. Brooklyn is- Happens, uh, Brooklyn happened then, now. <laughs> Brooklyn. Hi, Brooklyn, hi, Nina. no, I can't even tell you. You see what's happening right now? I'm like, no, 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 no. Holy shit. How's that beer? It's good. It's good. I like um, put in this little glass. God, I mean, fuck. Um, But I just just like I just that was what happened to me on April Fool's. And I got fucking pranked. I got it was a joke. It was a joke played on myself. I'm the one who put myself in that situation. And you know, it was ultimately a time and place I never want to revisit. If I can turn back time. <sighs> yeah. Um, it but sounds anyways, dramatic. <laughs> anyways, who who would have thought of seeing the ghosts of Christmas past and the April Fool's ghost himself all in one night? It's so frightening. So, <laughs> so frightening. Mine was actually quite nice, you know? Yours is a... actually quite nice, wasn't it? Yeah, like he, he touched my forehead at one point and like my my thoughts stopped and I was like, I'm dealing with someone supernatural. I had a great time. Yours sounds like a full-on nightmare. It sounds like an exorcism. Yeah, it, well, it but then oh, Yeah, so then I was reborn, <clears throat> essentially. So I was reborn and then like... I was just in New York for fucking, I don't even, how long was I there? Too long. Too long. Too fucking long, man. Um, and it was like, what happened was a realization of recap of my life, recap of the six months, recap of trying to tell myself that I need to be on a certain path in order to change who I am. And ultimately that's all trash. I feel perfectly okay right now knowing that I live in a delusion, that you live in a delusion too, and we're not bad people. We're really actually the nicest, sweetest people, but people just want to fucking come into our lives and just bamboozle us and take yeah. us to fucking parties with crystals in it, and there's... Victorian. I actually like, I like, I like crystals. You, I have crystals over my house. I like crystals. I like I wear them. them on my on my wrist, you know. Yeah, I like them to an extent. Like I like they're cool, like you know, but they're not they're not like I don't have crystals and I'm not putting them in the moonbeams, you know, charging no. them. No. What I do need to charge. I do. Is, I do. You do. You do. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. 
What do I know? I don't know anything. I feel like, you know, it's okay to live in, I, I, this is the year of delusion and I'm okay with it because I have such lofty dreams and I'm just going to keep, no matter what brings me down, I'm going to keep believing in them and you will too. Positive. Dude, I'm, I'm so positive. I'm positive. Yeah. I'm positive. I'm positive. I'm just like, the things that happen are so unreal sometimes that I'm just like, yeah, no, I literally felt like I was in a video game when this happened in Manchester. I was like, this is literally absurd. (laughs) Video game. (laughs) Yeah. Or, or some like alternate universe where I literally, I have multiple friends. Jamie heard this, but I told multiple friends that I would perhaps kiss the person that got my nails right no you did and it was on point and it was was weird Mm -hmm. it was witchcraft it was it was supernatural yeah it was definitely witchcraft the thing that is really weird about us is so we love to like everything that we want we usually get but it's in like the most fucked form or like it's so it's such an intense <laughs> power that we like put towards it and, and then it just we comes, get it and we, we just get, get it. it in a in a in a funky we just, way we get it in a weird way and we're, we're and we don't know how to tweak it and so it's like on april fools i wanted to fucking party and i wanted to have fun and like <laughs> and you got like, fooled and i got fucking fooled yeah. did party hard but it's like, what's the price? Your soul? Soul for Sale. Soul Here. for Sale is a great song by the band Fancy. Yeah, it is. We'll insert it. <laughs> <laughs> but we usually get, um, why, why, does, why does this stuff happen to us? Because we want it to happen and it happens. And it's mm-hmm. just like, a lot of we're times pretty, we just can't. We're strong manifestors, I'd say. Yeah, we just, get, we just can't. We didn't leave a lot of parts out. We leave a lot we, of detailed we do, parts out. We we le- we have to for the sake of our safety and others' safety. <laughs> there are some things are that are not meant for the internet. But we do get what we want. And then we fucking cry later. It's it's that's it's like we gotta figure out like a true like we have to figure way. out how to harness our 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 powers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh that wraps up this uh, episode. It does. <laughs> this is an episode where we just interview ourselves because we've really, we've needed to catch up. And we need it's, to been a, it's been like, I don't know, a month since we've recorded. So it's like, yeah, we, we needed to just kind of interview ourselves, take a break from interviewing all the brilliant people on here and just interview the brilliance that we already have. Yeah, and the reasons why we interviewed... Um, all these people's because essentially this is the shit that happens to us and this is what we're into and this episode is kind of like brings it all together it's yeah like, it does it really does it's our experience it's our experience day-to-day experience day and we're about to go on another journey next <sighs> week we're about to meet up and we'll have stories yeah so like next week is going to be the starting of a new chapter of um of uh Life speed ah. ice content Slice me nice content and Jamie and Rebecca back at it here again. Yeah. Anyway, that wraps up this episode. 
Thanks, guys. Um, I hope that it was entertaining. Uh, these stories are just a slice into our lives. Later, losers. <laughs> Manchetti, joking. Um, thanks, guys. <laughs> peace. Uh, may the peace be with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs>